Let's drop the green flag on this episode of The Talent Tank Podcast with your host, Wyatt Pemberton, bringing you the best, fastest, most knowledgeable personalities in Ultra 4 and off-road racing. Well, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the party. We are bench racing for Ultra 4 Crandon. You know, from the big house, uh, this is where it's all at. You know, uh, Red Bull World Championship uh, going on. Fall Crandon, Crandon, Wisconsin. I mean, these guys, 100 miles north of Green Bay. I mean, it's about as far north you can be and and, and not be uh, uh, having maple syrup chugging competitions. Oh, man, we've got a uh, – God, we've got a lot to go over tonight. Um, a, a lot of stuff that's gone, gone on in the past, you know, month, couple weeks. And then we've got some uh, pretty awesome people in the crowd tonight. As well as, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe go over uh, what's going to go on at Crandon. Maybe go on with the classes, and maybe we'll get through some uh, some handicapping, you know, where we get to brag about who our favorite drivers are and uh, and dote on them, and uh, hopefully they don't disappoint us or, and wad up their car in turn one. Anyway, on that note, everybody, welcome to the party. Let me roll through this, man. Miles is my man. You know, he, uh, he always sends me his cheat sheet, so that, that actually saves me a lot. Uh, you know, um, we've got four days of racing coming up, you know, between qualifying, um, practice, uh, plus racing in, in and of itself. It's, uh, it's something else, man. Uh, Crandon, if you've got, you know, anyone's heard of Crandon, the fall Crandon is where it's at. I mean, there's going to be, you know, they're estimating 55,000 spectators there. And this is a short course. You can see almost the whole track from, from, from the stands, from the wall. Uh, and it's. I mean, someone backed me up here on this one, but I believe uh, turn one is the most famous turn one in all of off-road motorsports. Um, I think that's fair. Uh, we've certainly seen in past years, Ultra 4, going door-to-door, mainly going wheel-to-wheel, and people going for massive, nasty yard sales. Uh, you know, like when you look at the car wrecks, you're like, man, I hope that guy, you know, isn't getting life flighted out of there. That's a testament to the the security and uh, safety of the vehicles that our guys are racing in. But um. Yeah, on that note, Crandon, this is uh, the 52nd running of the Polaris Crandon World Championship. Uh, this is the sixth uh, World Cup. Uh, this is the Super Bowl of short course, and this is uh, Ultra Force fourth year up there. So as Jonathan Terhune said uh, before we hit record on everything, that uh, he was disappointed in me for not having done my research about who had won ultra four there for the past four years because i don't know i do know lauren healy is is in the mix because lauren's one of my favorites uh that doesn't mean anyone everyone else isn't my favorite but it's the one that sticks out in my head the best uh he had wadded it up i believe in turn one and uh and then the next day they wrenched all through the night everything to get back to where he could race again the next day after tigging up a radiator and all sorts of stuff so quite quite a big deal um as we look at the course itself uh Crandon short course, it's a mile and three quarter. Uh, there is an ultra four woods and rock section. And man, I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you're not familiar with Crandon, or even if you are familiar with Crandon, go out and YouTube and look for uh, Crandon uh, YouTube drone footage. And there are some guys running some drone stuff. This is the first, you know, we've seen it in ultra four. We certainly saw it at KOH this past year. It was really the first time we saw drones chasing cars but when i first saw this at fall crandon of 2020 it blew my mind what these guys were able to do with drones on the chase 
And it felt like you were in the pro two. It felt like you were in the pro four. It felt like you were, you know, riding with our guys. Uh, it, it, it was quite a bit something else. So, uh, kind of that said, I'm going to flip it over and start talking about some, you know, basically where we sit in ultra four from, uh, from points, from standings and how our last event was. We need to kind of recap that. That was Sturgis. And what I do when I go, go to the, uh, past events, I pretty much call Chip McLaughlin up here because he's been lucky. The lucky bastard is he's literally raced about every event out there this year, or he's been there on some form or fashion. So from boots on the ground, my boy, Chip McLaughlin, he didn't burn anything down, but he definitely won himself a case of COVID out of Sturgis. So Chip, Sturgis, yeah, that, talk to us, man. That COVID, I could have given the COVID back. I could have done without that. Um, I would say COVID was badass and I got JT standing next to me, and so if I say something wrong, he'll cut me. But, you know, JT and the guys did awesome building that course out there. I've been out there for three years. They made it wide. Um, they watered through the night, two nights in a row. Wasn't it two nights in a row? Yeah. Uh, where Miles and, hell, I even got on the water truck, and other racers got on the truck and just to make sure it was safe. And, and uh, it was a cool event. I know we're going back next year, um, and I'm surprised not more people showed up. but. I'm telling you, that was uh, it was a hell of it. We did a big cool parade through the Buffalo Chip, where we had a lot of people coming in that had never seen Ultra Four, um, and uh, we had a lot of cool, you know, a lot of cool experiences. Kid Rock was there, which was badass. Um, and and if yeah. I if I heard, if I saw your your online presence on that, that's where you think you can trace back your contact tracing to when you picked up the old vid. Yeah, and, you know, we had, like, 15 or 16 guys there, and four of us got it. I think we're the only ones that got it. No other Ultra 4 guys got it or, you know, any other teams that I know of. Um, it knocked on my door, and I kicked his ass. Yeah, JT's like, it knocked on his door. It kicked his ass. Or he kicked its ass because he has a mustache. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't blame anything, and I'd go do the whole thing all over again. Uh, but it, it was a cool experience. Well, you know, while, while we're sitting here and you do have JT live before he loses interest in just listening to you talk, can you hand him the phone and let's actually, we'll come back to talk about Sturgis and all that. JT, let's talk to JT about what the course looks like, what the event looks like. JT did many, many years at Crandon, uh, you know, pitting for, uh, basically crew chiefing for Brad Lovell and Brad Lovell's racing, um, when he was in the, the, the pro light and then again in pro two. I know JT has a perspective on the big house like no other. He's he's talked to me about it. Will you will you hand him the phone and get him to talk to me? Yeah, I'm here, brother. All right, JT. So, Crandon, you have spoken to me and you've invited me and you've told me you know Fall Crandon is where it's at. You've been super passionate about pitching that race and like, dude, you got to come to Wisconsin. You got to come to Wisconsin. I didn't get my allotment of government cheese, so they're not going to let me go. They they turn me back at the border, but. Tell me about it. What do you love so much about it, and why is it such an amazing place? Um, just the history of it, and it's the super speedway of off-road track. The jumps are, you can just send them, send it off the jumps. I raced Old Blue here twice with uh, Big Rich and Dirt Riot. Um, so, haven't gotten to race it, but the smart. Somebody's noisy as shit. That's I, I, I did, Brett Harrell. I, I, I shut him down. Sorry, Brett. So the start, the shotgun start and going into turn one is one of the most exciting, terrifying things I've ever done. And it's just an 
it's hard to describe. But um, the rocks that they've put in the front this year are going to be a new thing that's right in front of the right in front of the grandstands. Uh, it's a hundred yard good rock section, not brutal, but not going to be easy. And then uh, the rocks that uh, Cliff Flannery has built in the back that we've used for a couple of years, we've modified them again and made them wider on the big section. And it's just awesome. I mean, the, the whole thing, the experience, the, the parade, the, the, all the people that have been coming there for years and years and years, it's just a cool place. What do we got like 50,000 people coming? Yeah, they're, they're estimating 55,000. Well, JT, talk about these, these rocks out in front of the, the, the main grandstands right out there out front after turn one. Is that going to be, I'm, I'm picturing something that starts, you know, by a couple laps in, five laps in or after practice, they start looking like, the stadium super trucks and able to launch there. Is that what you guys are, are picturing or will it be more like Reno where it's kind of gnarly? You can't clear it. Uh, no, it's a hundred yards long. You can't clear it. Somebody's going to say challenge accepted. I, I bet it's somebody like Prindle. <laughs> yeah, it's uh they're decent sized rocks and there's holes in there. that are going to be wheel killers and on the smaller classes, the UTVs, are going to be, you know, breaking tie rods and breaking racks and knocking corners off if they're not smart. So uh, sending it into those rocks, mm, I don't think that's going to be a good idea. So it's you're going to have to you're going to have to drive through there to uh, not kill your car. And if you fuck if you mess up, it's going to be in front of everybody right out front. And the rocks get bigger as you go further into those rocks. Oh yeah, it gets a little bit bigger as you go. Not a little bit. Don't downplay it. <laughs> don't downplay it well jt always downplays it because he 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 likes to make a make a good tough course i, I, I love I, hearing that i went and walked it today and as it goes it gets harder which is cool because when you get in the rocks if you don't pre-run and walk those rocks you'll never know that they get bigger and the holes get deeper all right well, uh, JT, because I know I'm going to lose you, I'm going to I'm going to put you right on the front spot, you know, right on the hot seat right now. Handicap uh, the 4400 race. Uh, who you think wins on Sunday? Who you think walks away with all of it? Ooh. You're okay being wrong. You've been you wrong a lot in your life. Miller, <laughs> you got uh, I'm Blylers. I, I I'm going to have to go with Horschel. Yeah, if he keeps shit together, that's what I think. He, he looked pretty, he looked pretty, uh, for lack of better words, badass, just cutting kitties in his driveway after pulling the car out with that new Danzio motor. So, uh, th- that looked enough to put the hair up on the back of my neck and give me a, a semi chub. And, and I had to go only half chub because chip wasn't here for full chub. And yeah, I mean, That's he got that, that, that little truck gets after it, man. Just looks like the meanest little bastard orange go-kart, but it's not, yeah, it's no, way more than a go-kart. Can, if he can keep the car together, he's going to be one to beat. And how do you think the, 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 you know, the Von Gitten, uh, Healy car, you know, uh, th- their two new cars, uh, how do you think those are going to compare to, you know, Lauren was here a year ago in, uh, you know, in a Horschel car. And now we're looking at not Lauren, not in a Horschel car. How do you think these new, these two new cars are shaping up? They are amazing. Um, I tacked them at, uh, Sturgis and of course Vaughn won at Sturgis and did, did it well. Right. So but that was wasn't in his new car. Right. Yeah, he was in the old car. But uh, Sturgis was a lot more technical than Crandon is. Crandon mm-hmm. is more wide open speed, big floaty corners, which Vaughn is good at. Lauren's good at. I mean, Lauren's good here. So 
you know, it's it's hard to you can't call it really. I mean, it's what, what I like. What I like about Vaughn there is Vaughn has he's already passed the middle the middle point of that he understands and gets how to back it into a corner and. From what I saw of running around when, oh, back in the day, running around with Level, uh, you saw guys in pro light that they just couldn't get to that comfort level of staying, staying up on the chip, and then throwing the truck around sideways and sliding it around a corner. Versus Vaughn is very, very, very comfortable there. I think That's he true. carries. I think he carries speed on a comfort level that we're going to see. Maybe not the lower classes, or even in forty four hundred, they may just not have the horsepower to pull that off. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's not many of those guys in this field, but, uh, they may have the horsepower. They may not have the wherewithal to, to pitch it sideways and back it in. Can we make bets on, uh, Vaughn backing it into that one corner? I don't know. To cowboy hairpin? Yeah. Yeah, Backing it into hairpin? He's he's absolutely going to back it into that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he can do it as good as Huseman, but. <laughs> Man, I watched Menzies do it uh, yesterday or today, it recently, and um, you know, basically takes the tailgate off uh, on that tree, and then takes the nose off on the inside, and just looks smooth as butter. Just yeah, smooth. No, absolutely. Go back and look at some of uh, the races between Renazender and um, Huseman and Huseman. Amazing. Yeah. Did uh this is a side note that everyone might not be aware of. Uh did uh Michelle get uh his truck up there? It's either here already or it's on its way. I know I saw pictures of it being prepped and being brought up here, so it's going to be here, do, yes. Do you know all the history? I don't know all the history, you know. Rick and his brother and the their they were killed, you know, outside of Barstow flying home from Vegas back to Cal, back to, you know, SoCal. Uh, you know, how many years? Has that been 10 years, eight years? It's It's been quite a while. It's I'm, at I'm least just, eight. I was going to say maybe it's eight. And then his uh, his Pro 4, I know uh, Johnny Angle uh, basically had that truck rebuilt for Michelle recently. You know, Michelle's the, the, the widow. Um, and um, and then, you know, she's dating uh, Johnny. And, and Johnny, you know, has really carried the torch for, for them. And, and I know he, he put, you know, they had that truck put back together. And then I saw that they were going to take it to Crandon for, for this running, you know, as a, you know, basically just return it home, uh, you know, let it stretch its legs, not to be raced, but just to be up here. And I, I found that to be such a, a cool gesture. I mean, just yeah, get it there and, and then the whole thing with, uh, with Johnny, you know, stepping up, um, I've. And I, I have a lot of respect for Michelle. Uh, she, she's a, uh, I follow her on social media and, and she's, she's, she's a pretty damn cool lady. So um, that's cool what, what they did. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all in part of the whole history tradition that Crandon is about and loves. It's very cool. How long have you been racing here, Crandon? 52, 52, 52. years, man. That's badass. So, uh, so, 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 so JT, before I do lose you though, um, any any other little details or tidbits that uh, the racing faithful here need to need to hear about what we're going to see over the next four days? There's going to be a lot of broken cars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As he cackles, Chip, take the phone away from him. This guy is evil. Hey, JT, one more question for for those of us that are watching live. It appears every class does two races. How do we figure out who the winner is between the two races? 
So basically what we're doing on the first race, it's a prelim. Um, I was lucky enough to negotiate that for our racers when I came out here a month and a half ago with Brandon to get our guys more track time because it's such a short race to be able to race twice because not a lot of these other guys get to do that. So I was pretty happy to be able to do that. And so we're using the, the first race as a prelim to set your start order on the main. Well, make sure you tell them because it's confusing on the schedule. The practice is you're qualifying for our main, right? Uh, we're going to, we changed that up oh, a little bit earlier. Right. We're going to do the last practice that's on the schedule is going to be a qualifying. So we're going to fill the track. We're going to do, you know, give people clean run, but uh, not one at a time and actually qualify instead of using a practice time. And then that sets your order off the wall, which honestly you want to be fifth or sixth off the wall is where you really want to be. And so for those of us tuning in at home, practice three is qualifying. That'd be good to watch. Uh, yes. Saturday night is the the big race, basically, for side-by-side -side EMC. And then uh, 4400 will have their prelim. Prelims for the side-by-side the -side EMCs on Friday afternoon. And then Sunday, just 4400. It's their the Crandon Cup. Yes. And winner it's, a little bit, it's a little bit different for... Um, 4400 that is their prelim to set their start order off the wall but that saturday night race is, is the points race for all of the classes because we're running the rocks and then on sunday they're just going to be running the short course but unless unless dave says no which i'm not gonna let him we're uh the 4400 cars are going to run those front section of rocks on the cup that's not 4400 points on sunday sunday is not 4400 points Well, all right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm thoroughly excited. I, you know, the ability to follow that race is going to be pretty fun. Um, plus the social media coverage is, is pretty awesome. JT, thanks for uh, chiming in and giving us, uh, uh, letting us jump forward in the program and, and talk about course real quick. But, um, in light of that, I'm going to jump back and we're going to talk, get back to talking about Sturgis and how the, how that race ended up shaking out. Right on. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, JT, appreciate it. All right, Chip. Glad y'all didn't get me cut. <laughs> Stabbed <laughs> and left for dead. Oh no, we've already been trying to get cut. So, so, so as we, so as we look at it, I mean, it, you know, it was brought up. Von Gittin wins Sturgis. Uh, Gomez, Waylon Campbell, Brian Crofts, Marcos Gomez fifth, Bailey Campbell sixth, uh, Cody Addington, you know, putting the eighty-eight, eight, eight, eight uh, up there. Uh, uh, Brett Harrell, cool, cool to see Harrell in there. Um, as a, what I, I still consider him a fairly new racer, uh, to see him in there, Lauren Healy. And then, uh, yours truly, uh, Chip McLaughlin, man. So, hey, I actually beat Lauren Healy, man. I, he didn't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. But, uh, no, he got, a, he got a flat on the first lap and you know, that race was, if anything went wrong, you know, he started walking away. He had clear dust at the beginning. He started walking away from Vaughn and everybody and caught that flat. I'm not sure where he got it, but he had to go in and change it and went to last. And then he ended up uh, finishing right behind me. He was driving his ass off. Um, but, you know, kudos to him and Vaughn. Vaughn was driving incredibly well as well. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, uh, Lauren's up there. Where's Lauren in uh, National Points? He's, well, I wish they put numbers next to it. He's somewhere around 10. Maybe he's 12, somewhere in there. Anyway. He's, I think, I can't remember. I went through to, and did some, you know, what ifs for this race. And Zandy and I are sitting in, I think, he's an 15th or 10th place. 15th. Yeah, he's 15th. Uh, but, you know, here at Crandon, this is going to be a lot of the guys that are entered. This is going to be their third race in the series. Yeah. You know, yeah. So besides they're cameras and nationals. So it's going to shake the points up. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, because as it sits now, I mean, uh, you know, you've got Raul Gomez, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, sorry about that. You got Raul sitting at the top. You got Bailey Cullen second. But, you know, Bailey's sitting there because he's got Montana points that a lot of other people don't have. He also has rush points that a lot of other people don't have. Because Bailey's raced every single race this season. He hit KOH, Moab, Rush, San Felipe, Montana, Sturgis. Oh, and then... Well, he blew the motor at Sturgis. He had problems at, uh, you know, he's had a lot of issues. And, uh, you know, I was talking to those guys today. They put the iron block back in it. They sound. They say it sounds peppy as hell and... You know, as a as a competitor, you know, I always want to beat Bailey, but that dude needs a good he needs a good finish. He's had some bad luck for three races, and he's going to come out in this race and try to prove a point. Well, he's he's kind of got a point to prove, right? Over this this course got him last year, right? He, he I mean, it, it, he went viral by turning his his car into a submarine, right? The, yep. the the thirteen went for a swim in the drink, and a lot of us had to go run to the map and kind of look at the 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 course and go. Where is there a pond that he could have driven yeah, into? You know, so we got here about 2.30 today. We got the groms and went around the track. And that was my first thing I wanted to see is, like, where the hell did Bailey go into the course? So they changed the course. They're not going to have the right-hander where you can go into the course again. They're, we're going around the ponds. Uh, so it's a little bit safer. Uh, but, you know, here he's coming off some races. I think he's had three races where he's had issues. He hadn't been able to finish. He's coming to a race that, really was a very scary situation. We make a lot of jokes about it, but a lot of people, when, if they drive a car into a pond with Hans and five points and your breather and all the shit that goes on it, how many can keep cool? And plus, turn the engine off before you get into the water. You know, So that dude was like Superman getting out of that car. But it's going to be scary for him to get back in the car in Crandon not that we're going by the pond, but he's going to go by that pond, and he's going to think about that every time when he goes by. Yeah, I I just think about the the video, and I wish I knew where I saw it first, but it had like the the Titanic music uh, playing, and yeah. he's like riding it out of the water. I couldn't help, but, I just couldn't help but die laughing at Bailey's expense. Of course, you know I wasn't. I was, I was definitely laughing at him, not with him there. But uh, he's a good sport. They got that car back together, pulled the plugs, and they were back to it though, right? That's yep. what nobody remembers, Wyatt. He went into the pond on the, the first race. They put yeah, the car back night. together overnight, and he was up in, I believe, fourth place before the flex plate let, let go uh, on the Sunday race. So he was out there really putting down some good times and running really well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. So, in his soaking fire suit. So, Chip, uh, as we still, you know, we keep intermixing races, which I love to do. I can't stay on topic, but. Uh, I apologize for that. I'm guilty of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, squirrel. Um, back at Sturgis, though, from the racing standpoint, this was a new track. I mean, it was a, a built on the, uh, the old track, but there was a lot of a lot of work that went into that. What did you think of that? You know, JT saying it was, you know, te- it was technical, but walk us through what how you thought that 
that went because some of the feedback I got was some of the uh, the turns were over hill crests, so you had to you kind of had to do blind setups into your turns, knowing that the apex was on the downhill side of a turn uh, of a blind turn. What do you think? So. You know, Zanny and I have been here two years before. We came with Dirt Riot one year, and then Renegade did the next year when Dirt Riot, uh, you know, closed its doors, I guess you could say. So they came here with some dozers, changed the, the course up. There was some blind – well, there was a lot of blind, like, crest with turns at the end of it. Um, I can tell you when we practiced the first time when they let us out there, the feedback was, this is dangerous. It was dusty. You couldn't see. Um, I went to JT and, you know, I, you know, I don't run these races, but you know, if I don't go say something, I'm not going to sleep well at night. And I went to JT and Alan, some of the guys, and I said, look, it's dusty out there. I was like, it was blackout. Like you couldn't see silt tight blackout. And they're like, yeah, that's why we run practices. And, uh, so they made the call two nights in a row. They ran the water trucks 24 hours a day. And I don't know who's sitting here honking their rental car. I apologize. But, you know, Miles and Abe and I got on there and they had two uh, old water trucks and they just sat there and watered the truck all day. They had a time to like, hey, this water truck can make it half a lap. Takes 20 minutes to reload it, blah, blah, blah. And so the next day when we came out there, it was when I say night and day, you could actually see on the course. Um, So they did the best what they could uh with what they had uh we did the prelim first lap was dusty as hell couldn't see it's kind of dangerous there was rocks there was those corners uh they had some pretty badass corners then you had these blind corners which you were already blind coming down but once you got through the fat uh first lap guys started spreading out and it was a lot of fun um and then we had the main you know later that day and they still tried to water you know, if you go back and watch some of the footage, first lap of everybody was slippery. You couldn't really see it in the video, but you see guys blowing corners, and you're like, why is, you know, these guys blowing these corners, going outside the berms? I think during qualifying, Brian Cross, Shannon Campbell, I think Caprera, you know, turn one, I guess, after the right before the rock. I think all three of them blew the berm and, like, went on the outside of the berm. It was like driving on ice. But, you know, you get two laps into it. It got uh, blued in, and, you know, we had a blast. And uh, at the end of the day, it was it was a lot of fun. It was hot. Uh, a lot of people had motor issues. Transmissions were getting hot. Engines were getting hot. So, you know, you couldn't just beat the crap out of your junk and expect it to survive. Um, it was kind of like a mini hammers, you know, to, as Miles always says, to win, you first must finish. And that was what this race was. Gotcha. So and I'm sitting here looking at Alan Johnson's boobs, but that's a side, totally side note. Thankfully, we're not on video, but hey, you want to bring Alan on here? Sure. Let's go. Alan, get over here. Come on. Wyatt wants to say hi. Oh. Hey, did that rule uh, go through about Alan bringing beer at the finish line? What's that? Did that rule get approved about Alan bringing beer to the finish line in a bikini? In the swimsuit. It was never a bikini. It was an old man blue no. and white swimsuit. And, and there you go from the horse's mouth, Alan Johnson. Alan, well, we've got a 
thank you for jumping on. Thank you for Chip seeing you and pointing you out uh, as as we're you know bench racing here for uh, the race that you guys are putting on this weekend uh, up there for the fifty second World Championship uh, at Crandon at the at the Big House. Uh, any words of wisdom from you about what you guys are seeing and experiencing? You know, any words of wisdom would be basically cliche. It, it comes down to prep, pre-running. The teams that I see month in, month out that are consistently on the podium are the ones that put in the work. We got, so, we got 22 people that officially entered on 4,400. 4,400. Five on 4,500. And I didn't well, look at the other. I've got six. Think, of it, terms, think yeah. of it as terms of three different groups. you got your EMC group. So yep. between your 46, 45, and uh, 4,800s, there's about 22 racers. So they'll have a good full track. Uh, there's 24 of the UTV and 22 of the 4400. So every every group will have between 20 and 25. And we can only do what 15 wide on the land rush. Correct. But no, I got pretty excited. I got to go run the course with uh, JT today and the Yukon launch. You know, usually that's hey, that's where you pin it. There's about an 80 foot drop off on the other that's side. That's in the, the back U- with yeah, a little that's, step that, up. That's and on then, the back. Yeah. So I. Just for safety reasons, I hope everyone pre-runs and marks their course. It's definitely more than just a traditional short course. And JT did a fantastic job back in the rocks. So that that UConn launch that's on the that's on the forty four that's on the ultra four portion of the course that we don't see in the the fr- the front side uh, mile and three quarter short course, right? So as a history landmark, it's right before Bailey went in the pond. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right, that, and in fact, if Chip hits it hard enough, he can jump into the pond. Yeah, so that's the that's the landmark. I like it. I'm I'm there for that. Uh, so so Alan, from a from a racer count standpoint, how are you happy with uh, the counts that you guys got? Well, that's a loaded question. I mean, I'm well, always I, looking for more car counts. I we basically trended where we typically do for an Eastern Series race, except for the UTVs. I'm a little surprised. UTVs are about 15 to 20 light. I don't know if they're going to show up and try to register on site. But uh, it's just an action-packed weekend of racing. you got everything from Pro 4s to, to 4,600 stock class. So, so I, I'm asking this question, a loaded question, because I don't know, because I've never been here. We're going to have 50,000 people, 55,000 people watching this. How many other racers and all the – I don't even know what classes are running besides what we're doing. Like you said, ProLite and all these other classes. If you can get a motorized vehicle that runs on a short course, it's racing this weekend. How many so. people do you think total – and I'm sorry to put you in spot, but no, how many do you think all racers – how many racers do you think are going to be here to- on the track this weekend? Total, total racers. racers is about 350, 360 between all the different classes. Because the other thing that's super cool is they – and it's – I don't know. I personally really enjoyed the resurgence of the class 11 popularity. You know, we yeah, Brian Croft flew in for this. Oh. Like he wasn't coming and now he's his card. I saw it today. There's 16 class 11s running this weekend. So why, I, where's yours? I, I've got 20 classes listed. I've, if, if, if that's, if that's a real number, I mean, that 20 classes at 300 and some racers, that's legit, man. Alan, I'm not disappointed in the, in the car count. I'm actually very excited about the car count. I think you guys did really good for the MC count, uh, really good for the 4,400 count. Um, if you say UTVs light, I will, I'll just take your, uh, I'll, I'll take your word for it. But I think there's probably a lot of other UTVs at Crandon. Um, they just may not be racing in the ultra four side-by-side class. No, absolutely. And one other track note, I don't know if Chip was able to share it. 
but one of the highlights when we were doing nationals at Reno was that rock garden right in front of the grandstands. Oh, yeah, so, we talked about that. Give us your take. What do you think? I like the fact that they put it right in front of the grandstands also. They're maybe 60% the size of the boulders that are at uh, uh, Reno. But it's enough that people that are just used to seeing 800 horsepower Pro 4s go around a flat track of dirt, it will blow their mind to see our guys launch it. Because we know our guys are crazy. But when people not used to our discipline of racing see them go flying across a uh, it's it's a rock garden. I mean, it's not a rock section by any stretch of the imagination, but it's entertaining enough that it will be the wow factor for our drivers that, that drive a lot of new fans, particularly for drivers that launch it and don't just crawl through it. So the cool thing about the rock, and I don't know if, if Landmark, if you've seen where the rock garden is, it's right after the finish line. So you come across the finish line blind, and the racetrack, as the pro-light guys, they're going to go over to the passenger side. The Ultra 4 guys have to jump a blind jump, tap the brakes, and then go into this rock yeah. garden. And there's no jump. And it's 100 yards. So there's no launching this like we would do at Reno. Right. If you launch it, you're not going to survive. You've got to you go like King of the Hammers. And like the pro, like this is their King of the Hammers, right? It is. Yeah, so, you know, we're playing in their, their playground. And I don't know. I just like it because it's a neat differentiator between what they do and what we do. There's yeah. a lot of overlap. And, and Wyatt, you and I have talked enough. You know, I'm going to draw a Venn diagram about a Venn diagram. So uh, of overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But it's just enough of a nuance that it showcases our drivers and our builds and creates some space between the 200 other cars they're going to see all weekend. Yeah. And that that's what I like the most about it. It's It's certainly not super hard by any means. I mean, we're all rock crawlers at heart, and it's it's a light rock garden. But for this crowd, I think it'll be the showstopper. Well, I can't help but draw similarities between what you're describing to me and what Robbie Gordon does with the stadium super trucks and the single jumps that he puts around, you know, uh, an IRL course. And those guys, you know, with the the spectators, the grandstands right up there against the fence. And then you've got these, uh, basically, it's a, a, a long travel pro light that launches in front of them. You know, those guys are carrying, you know... Uh, 200 feet or so and you know in linkedin air you know they're 20 feet off the ground and to see that and then the next you know the next class goes by they're seeing irl cars uh so i can't help but draw that comparison these guys are going to see they're going to see some pro fours you know backing it around corners you know those are like the top fuel dragsters of uh of off-road motorsports and then uh or of short course motorsports and then you're going to see our guys come around with basically same horsepower throwing it in and then having to drop down to a crawl and how even at a crawl, how violent our cars are. I think that's a marvelous comparison. That's extremely accurate. And that's why I'm excited for our drivers. I'm excited for our drivers that are here. I mean, the rock section and Rigid Ridge is pretty cool. But the fact that JT was able to build the rock garden right in front of the grandstands, it's just that extra little kick in the pants that'll bring our guys to the front. So I'm just, I'm really excited about it. We do an in-car on this one? Oh, yeah. Well, that's fun. Hey, thank Alan, Alan me, why thank we, you for letting me crash the clubhouse? I need to, to keep moving. Well, uh, well, I do need. I got one more question for you. Sure, buddy. P- Pitch me. Uh, so, guys that want to follow along online, watching the racing uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, what's the go to? So they're just going to be broadcasting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
uh, Crandon is sharing their embed code with us so they can go to ultra4racing.com slash live and Perfect. they'll see the same feed they would through the uh, uh, the Crandon site. We'll also be running it on both social, both uh, Facebook channels as well as our live stream. So ultra4racing.com slash live. Man, Alan, thank you for taking time from your busy schedule. Same with JT. That's a couple of uh, Ultra Force finest uh, taking time from their schedule to talk to us tonight. It's awesome. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for doing this. I think this clubhouse is pretty killer. Yeah, we do what we can, man. Support the sport. All right, guys. I'm I'm kind of ready to jump into it. Uh, I didn't really talk about who won what uh, in the point standings back at Sturgis. Uh, I, I kind of glossed from there. Let me jump back to... Uh, basically the 4,500 class and jumping to, to back to Sturgis. If I got right, you know, no surprise here. Uh, well, I say no surprise, but uh, Rick Lovezzo, um, he absolutely killed it. Dwayne Garrettson, I always put Dwayne at the top. He, uh, he, 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 he backed it up with a second. John Grounds, third. Sean Rance, uh, fourth. John Matthews, fifth. Joe and man, someone needs to tell me how to pronounce Joe's last name. Mac Macker? Macher? Mackier? I don't know. M-A-C-H-I-E-R. He drives the 4599. Uh he ended up round, rounding out uh rounding out where we were there. Uh forty six hundred class at Sturgis. I don't you know, whatever one um you know, handicapped. I will tell you that my handicap, I don't know, I, I don't know if it was right or wrong, but I love Twitchy McGee. And Twitchy puts it on the box, you know, first, followed by the McNamara brothers, and then uh, Alex Fleming round out your uh, your podium in forty six hundred. As an honorable mention, uh, Albert Contreras uh, got him some start points, and I was disappointed to see uh, Albert made the trek all the way out there to 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 not end up where he he probably thought he was going to be. Moving up to uh, forty eight hundred, uh, you know. I'm gonna ask Terhune. Terhune, did I think you picked Chase Caprera to win here, right? I'm gonna say yes because he did. He did, and then followed by Crossland, Jeremy Jones. I'm a big fan of Jeremy Jones. One because he's a chiropractor on site. You can't ever beat having a chiropractor uh, close by, and uh, he he ends up rounding out the box there. Some honorable mentions: uh, Dustin Sexton, Cody Young, and Eric Wickle kind of in, end up uh, in your top six. Uh, man, a lot of those guys are going to be there. I saw Caprera. He's, he's listed in here. So there's a lot of dudes that are going to be back, um, you know, killing it here for, uh, for Crandon, uh, including, you know, uh, my, my, my boy, Casey Gilbert, he has his car together. Supposedly we'll see. I know they were, I've seen it. At least he's on the road. Texting. Let's see if he, uh, no, he's here. Let's see if he's just got enough fuel to finish the race. Okay. He could, he didn't have enough fuel to get here. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't surprising. At least he didn't drive through a pond on the way there. Did you? Yeah, hey, uh, that was Woody Rose's uh, first race as Truck Crossland. Oh, was he got it second? Yes, I recall this story. So, so recant that story for me. So Chuck came to us and said uh, at the last NorCal that he wasn't going to have his motor done in time to go to Sturgis. He offered to pay the entry fee for us and part of the fuel to get there to go out there and represent for him. And it's Woody's, Woody's first unofficial race in ultra four. That's so what those it that was. Don't know, yep. So those that don't know, Woody is uh, Derek Trent's stepson and he's racing Dave Schneider's trail car. Gotcha. Uh, well, I mean, good on him. That, that's uh, yeah. I remember you telling, I remember Cody, you telling us, 
that whole story. And then, um, I didn't, I didn't follow up on that and kind of in one ear out the other. That's, that's what happens when you get old. Don't get old Cody. Keep I'll old. try my best, but it, it keeps happening. So, uh, but, uh, while we've got you here, how are, how's your parents, how's your mom and them on their, uh, uh, this damn RV living the RV life? I'm kind of envious. <laughs> what are you thinking about your parents being hobos? Uh, I mean, I guess they learned it from my grandpa. He's, he still lives in an RV. So grandpa, grandpa Noel used to go down to all the races. So he's out in Texas doing that. So I told you they got their inspiration, but they've had a hell of a time with that RV. I think they finally got the slide working on the damn thing. So they're pretty stoked at the moment. I, I saw it. I love living vicariously through your dad on, on, on that and the fly fishing. He's a good dude. Uh, as we jump into UTV, you know, some of these guys that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of Scott Sage. He wasn't, to my knowledge, I don't think he was at, uh, at, at Sturgis, but, uh, Ronnie Anderson won that followed by Brandon Anderson, Jacob Versey in third. And then, you know, everybody's favorite, Jamie McCoy ends up in fourth. I mean, Jamie just barely missed it. Uh, I mean, that guy is just a hard SOB to bite, uh, hard SOB to beat. Sorry, <laughs> bite. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. Scott Sage was there fan of that guy. I believe he's there for this weekend too, but let's roll into it, man. While we're talking 4,900, while, while we're talking UTV, let's talk about UTVs at Crandon. Uh, there's a lot of them, man. There's a lot of classes at Crandon that have UTVs in them. I mean, and we're part of it, right? We're the ultra four side-by-sides, but you've got pro stock side-by-side pro mod side-by-side the 170. There's a 170 class running. There's a 570 class running, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of UTVs going to be running around that track, so uh, it'll be cool to see how does Ultra Four differentiate our brand of side by side racing from uh, the short course brand of side by side racing. Is it just the addition of the additional track? I don't know. Uh, be interesting to see. But looking looking at uh, looking at the fans there, you know, looking at the favorites there of who's signed up. Man, you got to go. You know, I mean, Jamie McCoy's in there. Jacob Versey again in there. Scott Sage, I'm a fan. Uh, Travis Zollinger, he's uh, he's absolutely been killing it. He's up there in the point series as well. Um, and then you can't, can't knock Why, One of the guys you got to watch out for, he was at uh, Sturgis, and he doesn't race a whole lot, but Ryan Rockhold, and I think he's racing for somebody else here in uh, Cranon, but he was at Sturgis and had some issues. But Oh, his name's on the, the list. Place. Yeah, he. I think he might. Is he on the list? Like, is under his name? Yeah, yeah. 1024. So, he went in Crandon, or uh, sorry, Sturgis. He went from last place to third, and ended up cracking his transmission uh, in that rock garden. Replaced it before the main, and then made it all. You know, started last again, made it all the way back up to I don't know fourth or third, and had a ground go loose. So he's got that car sorted out, and I know he's not somebody that everybody watches, but y'all gonna have to watch this dude here in Crandon because we got rocks and everybody set up for short course. He's gonna send that shit. A short course setup razor through the rocks. Yeah, he, he and I are can you know I'm I'm connected with him on on uh, on on Facebook. Follow him, you know his he's a cool dude, man. And they put together some packages, uh, but I can't help but, but every chip you laugh. Uh, you know, it's almost like when I see your name on stuff. Uh, when I, whenever I see his name, Ryan Rockhold, I can't help but think it's like his name's like you know the porn star name generator. Oh, he lives that dream too. I'm telling Does you, he? you ever meet this guy? Oh yeah. He, he is, he is bigger than life. And you know, one of the things I got to say to him and it's kind of off topic. He did, I think he did two or three tours 
over uh, overseas. And, you know, last week we had the, the 13 guys him. get killed. And, you know, one thing I got to say is what's going on in this world, it's way more important racing. And, you know, I like seeing the guys that have done tours and been in the military and they're coming to race with us. And to me, that's just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. He does, he does, he does rock it. I don't know if he's got it on, but he rocks like kind of like a special forces beard. So he kind of has that vibe going with him. But whenever his posts come across, you know, my feed, I see this Ryan Rockhold. I can't help but think of like that porn star okay. name generator, you know? <laughs> uh, hey, I might have a special guest if I can get his ass over here for you. Oh yeah, uh, well, you might know that you you might know this guy, and I'm not going to introduce him. I'm just going to let him talk. Needs no introduction. He needs no introduction. Quiet, it's clubhouse. Hey, oh Jesus, how you doing, buddy? We'll literally let anybody on the show. Miles, do what you know? Doing, hey, hey, for everybody here, do you know what we were doing two years ago? Do you remember what we were doing two years ago? It's your story. Yeah, it is true. Uh, true story. Uh, we were recording episode number one of the Talent Tank. Holy shit! Good job, buddy. Yeah, that's been a lot. <laughs> two, two years ago, and that was that was Miles Haskis, uh numero uno in more things than just the Talent Tank, right? Yeah. Well, Art. If you Pojo better, maybe he says your last name right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That 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 too. Uh, you know what? I just had a. Uh, I just had my last implant tooth my last tooth implant fixed from the last time miles and i raced together you were driving i, yeah, I was true story too <laughs> oh man well uh well miles I'm, i've actually been rolling through uh through your cheat sheet i always appreciate you uh sharing your cheat sheet but now that you're up there you're in person you know i talked to you on the drive up you're on i-35 rolling up there uh i don't know what day that was that was yesterday tuesday they, they seem to run together now that you're now that your boots on the ground, you were there last year. Uh, tell us, you know, from your standpoint, the difference between last year and this year. Anything good? Uh, just uh, the course is similar. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. They did add, add another uh, rock section, and just having all the classes there, I'm, I'm stoked to just have everybody instead of just what did we have last year, twenty or so. No, I don't. Even, I think y'all had fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So this year we got sixty-five plus. It's uh, it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, that's that's what I'm excited about. You have you seen uh you seen my boy Ricky Johnson? I have not yet, but give me time. All right, all right. Did, that's my boy too. He taught me a lot. He's he's he's, he's taught all of us. I need more. I need more time. All right, Miles. Before you go, I'm gonna force it. I'm gonna force your hand on this. Handicap the 4400 race. Who it's wins? Already handicapped Chip's race. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Chip. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Uh, All right, I'm going to get a beer. So, no, no. so who who do you you got? Who who, who you got? You got Horsley, you got uh, Blyler, you got uh, you got Grounds, you got Lauren, you've got TV, Roger you King. Got yeah, you got old man Stan the man Haynes. That's right. That's I'm, right. I, I want him. Going, to just, yeah, I want him to finish. Yep. Getting. You got getting in there. You got Zandy in there. Come on. Uh, he, he Healy won last year. He's gonna be hard to beat. All right, that's what we'll go with. I'm with I'm with you. I, I like Healy there. I also like Horschel there, but those two were neck and neck all uh, you know last year at all the short course stuff. So I'm still hanging on to that that hope and dream. All right, you know it's that time. 
we're we're really coming into the the, the closing down of the hour. Uh, you know, twelve minutes. I'll probably go a little bit over, obviously, at this point. So let's go through and handicap them a little bit. Uh, Forty nine hundred. I'll just kind of pick some randoms out of the crowd. Uh, if uh, if Todd, if you want to unplug some guys and 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 bring them up to uh, bring them up from the bottom that that you think that they need to talk or we're going to force them to talk. Let's go ahead and get that done. Um, Forty nine hundred. Man, I, I like LeSage always. Uh, I like Jamie McCoy and, uh, you know, exactly. just because just it's kind of the last race over there for, for, for my my opinion. I'm going to throw Cantrell in there because he, he owes me something on a podium. Uh, Jones. Jones, you, you, you got you to gotta pick. I know you, Kevin, you got a, uh, you got a pick in uh, 4,900. I know you've done your homework. Maybe I got him there. Maybe I got him on the invite. Maybe I didn't. Hey, you got me? Yep, there he is. All right, all right, Ultra 4 Jones, 4,900. Handicap me a couple guys. Where do you think this field shakes out? There's It's stacked. Versi's in there. Yeah, I'm a big uh, Jake Versi fan. Uh, also with you, Scott LeSage, favorite of mine. But uh, I think, you know, with um, Jamie McCoy and James Cantrell and Zollinger, I, I think it's a pretty stacked field for sure. And then you know Chip was picking Ryan Rockhold. Um, yeah, man. I, I, if, he can, if he can keep it together, he's going to be one to to force with. And then uh, Zyler, the one that finished on three wheels at uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah that that guy's a badass. He, he he's gotten he's still fixing that car from then and got parts today to race tomorrow. Get this after year. it, freaking get so after I pick, it. I picked Zyler. All right, so there's there's Chips. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump jump out of those guys. Let's jump jump to the EMC race. I'm gonna just kind of lump them all together. Uh, man, Terhoon, do you got uh, any EMC picks? Any guys we need to be talking about and paying attention to? That's your class. I mean, you, you got to talk about Casey Gilbert, but the the the, the thing that's going to change this race is he's chasing a series points. So is he going to send it if he's you know somebody else that's just racing this one race? they may go for it through the rocks and get ahead of them. So I don't I think don't so. Think I think Casey with, lays up surprise go against Casey's motor though. He got to go with Casey. He's, he, he is definitely a big boy. Uh, where do you think Schooley's going to fit into there? Schooley's got the car. He's again in that points race. I think he, he might be number two or at least top three in points. So I, I would pick him just outside the podium because I think he's really, really chasing that series championship. He's had a good, good year going. Let's see if I get 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 those up the the, the champ points up. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, this is the two race three. As you add in the races, uh, I don't think the, the points do very good if I go to the website. But yeah, I mean, uh, I know we've got. Brent Harrell. Brent was on. Is Brent here? I'd love to get his take on where he's where he's at i thought he was on did i miss him or he might have jumped off uh, i think you got it i think you got his dad brett oh well, i thought brent was on at one point too we'll get brett on no brett is still on here but brent isn't okay let's see hey brett i'm brett brett harrell you available eh, all right well if, if you jump on uh who else would we ask about you know what hey trip yeah I'll throw this little nugget out there. I was, uh, I'm second in the 4,800 class, but my car, my car has been for sale for about all year. 
and I actually got a pretty good size payment not to raise Cranon as a guy's buying it. So sitting this one out. Oh man, so so you're on the list, but you're on the the, the registered list, but not there. Yeah, so you're, no, about, you're about to build a rear engine forty eight hundred car, right? <laughs> no, negative. <laughs> I'm not stirring any pots. I'm just checking. Hey. If, if it makes you feel any better, I literally said I don't care if rear engines race because I'm pretty much out of the class. But so, ah, so we've got you as a scratch, man. That's that that that's tough. Well, congratulations on the car sale. I look forward to what you got in the future. Thank Anyways, why this is Brett? I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about wh- wh- where do you think you're going to be? What what's uh, your game plan? Actually, my boys, I, I run 4,400, so Brent, Brent is uh, running 4,800. So if everything works out, he's always been at the top, and, uh, you know, he pushes pretty good. He tries to drive pretty conservative most of the time, but uh, we've got high hopes for him. We're actually a couple of minutes out right now. We're, we're in the toter traveling with Paul right now. So Nice. Well, get, get there, get settled, and get some practice laps in tomorrow. I look forward to seeing what you guys turn out. Sounds good. And, and and hopefully where you guys sit in the national, you know, with the, you know, where you sit in the champ points right now that it sits you good as you go into nationals. I'm pulling for you. Brent's sitting number two right now. I think he's about 80, 85 points behind Cody Young. So that's why we're making this trip over here right now as well is to close the gap on that a little bit. Um, I think his worst finish is fifth right now. So um, that he can pick up on. So, that's what we're going to go with and uh, see if we can't stack him up some more points and go into nationals um, looking good. I think that's a successful plan. I like it. Well, good. Thank you, man. Thank you for chiming in and give, giving us some details on that. Uh, 4,600, there's there's three cars in 4,600. That's uh, Jeremy Purick, Schaefer, and Twitchy McGee. Schaefer's usually on here. I don't see him, but, uh, you know, I'm going to – I love Schaefer, by the way. He's an awesome dude, but – I'm a, I'm a Twitchy fan. Uh, Twitchy's won me over, especially you know, now after he won Sturgis. So I'm, I'm going there. 4,500, Cody St. Clair, Dwayne Gerritsen, Jesse Oliver, John Grounds, John Matthews, Justin Hall. On any given day, any one of those guys are going to win. Uh, you know, Gerritsen is kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm going to stick with Dwayne there. Um, we kind of talked about 4,800. That's as what Terhoon said. Oh man, you know it depends on what 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 race we're racing. Hey, you know? Isn't it Terhoon's birthday today? Are you kidding me, Jonathan Terhoon? Happy birthday! Is it really? <laughs> no, it was two days ago. But oh, wow! Well. Damn it! Happy birthday, JT! Yeah, you can catch me next year, Chip. <laughs> He'll mow it into a field somewhere uh, and light wait, it on wait, fire. What he did there? Did he just say happy birthday, JT? John? John yeah, Terhoon? I was saying happy yeah. birthday to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jonathan Terhoon, JT. Yeah, I thought you were going to get stabbed. Yeah, but different, different JT. Oh, hey, why you there? Yeah, get out. Absolutely. Let's go. Hey, why it's Ken? Yeah. Hey, man. So the forty six hundred guys. The interesting part is that Jeremy um, uh, Puckett has that that new Wrangler twenty twenty one with like that just bad to the bone motor in it. That uh, Eric Drace that King of the Hammers. Yeah. So he's in forty six hundred. But he is in not contention for any points. And Schaefer and Tweechy are contention for first, second, and third of the national points. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Schaefer <laughs> who pushes and who? Actually, which what which one which one's gonna kind of take it? 
Yeah, because I don't know. I mean, it, does the ego win out or does the the ability to hold it back and just get the finish down? Uh, I, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. I I will absolutely throw it away on a on on a race. Uh, that's well, just, that's, a, that's the part I'm curious about. I'm curious if 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 Jeremy takes off and just starts really hauling the mail with his, are there guys going to try to stay with him or play smart? I don't know. Man. I don't think he's playing smart here. I think I think with the crowd, fifty five thousand people in the crowd, I don't think there is a play. I th- I'm with Chip. There's no playing it smart, man. You're gonna you're gonna put on a show. I hope, right? I mean, especially through a rock garden in front of fifty five thousand people, you're gonna you're gonna. I mean, you may not win, but they you want them to damn well remember you. You're gonna break fantastically in the rocks. That's how you make the highlight reel from what I hear. Yes, and they just keep playing it, and over and over and over. All right. Well, let, let, let's start. Let's start wrapping up. Let's hit. Let's let's hit the big boys. Let's hit. I, you know, we've heard JT's pick. We heard Miles' pick. We, you know, Chip's going to pick himself. Uh, you you know, know, I know. I'm actually going to pick Horschel or Bailey Campbell. And Horschel's always been a favorite. I like watching that guy on Instagram. The dude is amazing. What he, he he's amazing talent. Um, you mean Bailey, Bailey Cole? Cole. Bailey Cole, for- right? You said Campbell. Campbells aren't up there, Sorry. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with What's you. That? Cam- Campbells aren't racing this uh, this event, so you're talking Bailey Cole, right? Bailey Cole. Did I say Bailey Campbell? You did. You did. I mix all those girls apart. Yeah, but, I'm telling you. But Cole, you know, I like picking on the dude, and I'm the first one to go pick on him. But he's got something to prove, and he can drive. Um, you know, so I'm going to pick Cole or Horschel. But both of them have to keep their, their junk together. There you go. All right, I'm going to go above water. I'm I'm gonna ask Daryl. Daryl, handicap for me. Who you think? Uh, who you think podiums up at uh, 4400? Uh, I'm gonna say Lauren on the top, Miller in the second, and Horschel in the third. Not necessarily in that order, but this is that new rock section. I think it's gonna make things really interesting. I I think so, man. I'm excited to see what it actually looks like. You know, hearing those guys describe it. Uh, let's go down to. Uh, I don't. I don't know who this is, but uh, Toby Stacy. I just uh, invited Toby Stacy up to speak. Toby, when you get your mic on and you hear me talking to you, go ahead and unmute and uh, uh, talk to us. Um, while we're doing that, I'm gonna also invite uh, Aaron Peters up. Um, Aaron Peters, if you got a chance to uh, unmic and talk to us, give me your 4400 picks. And here in the middle. Uh... <laughs> Toby, hey Toby, that's you. We got you. All right, Toby, forty-four hundred handicap it for me. Horschel's uh, looking mean today. I think he's got it for the uh, at least number one. Okay. I don't think too many people are going to fight you over that pick. I think that's pretty pretty good. Did did you see? Are are you up there? Oh, and hear that. That is one hour, but, you know, we started that thing a little bit late. We started a little late. So, we'll carry on. Wyatt, I'll throw a little nugget in there. When I was at Sturgis trying to set the car up because I hadn't really run the short course, Horschel came up to me while we were in the parade and looking at my junk and was like, kind of offended at first. He's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what are you talking about? That dude actually sat there and gave me some points of like, hey, you might want to change your limit strap links and maybe change your preload. And I got to respect a guy as a fellow competitor that'll come up and freely give information. And that's why I like Horschel. Uh, 
that's what you know why i like this type of racing that's why i like our community um uh but yeah horschel horschel is salt of the earth great dude uh from there um god I, you know i didn't see ape didn't jump up here shannon jumped in here for a second sam bratton i've invited you up before to speak sam you got a pick on 4400 Man, eh, we'll get there. And Curtis Mark, I always say your name wrong, man. Uh, Maggery, uh, talk to me, man. Curtis, uh, it's all good. Um, Lauren and Vaughn at Sturges were on rails, specifically Vaughn. He came around that last big sweeper by the pits in the same position, backed into the corner every single time in the exact same way. So I. I got to put my money on the on the drift driver for a drift like course. Man, I, I'm I'm absolutely with you there, and that's kind of what I brought up to you know kind of the JT earlier was if those guys hit their marks and they know how to do it and they are consistent. There's I just don't know that there's a way that you're gonna you know I think Vaughn's gonna get after it, but you know, I'm, I'm definitely hedging my bets with Horschel because Horschel was so goddamn fast. All right, Sam. Hey, Trev, yeah, I kind of agree with you. It's going to be, I feel like, a toss-up between Lauren or Vaughn. If one of them's got to mess up, and whoever messes up is going to be second or third, and Paul's going to fall somewhere in there, probably pretty close, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, based on that, man, I got to appreciate everybody that jumped on here for this hour and uh, and listened to us diatribe and rant about. God, we were lucky to get a couple Ultra 4 guys to, to step in and give us some info, uh, you know, chip for boots on the ground. He's always good about that. Uh, really appreciate everyone, you know, ultra four racing.com, uh, forward slash live to follow uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, as we heard from Alan, the schedule is up on Crandon international raceways website, uh, for all racing, um, for the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can see what times they're tentatively set to go off. If you guys have ever been to a race, you know exactly how that works that, uh, those are kind of, uh, liberally, uh, thrown out there and, adhered to i am excited about the mp class 11 enduro brian crofts is racing that uh they hauled a a bunch of class 11s out from uh california in the desert and it's a night race on friday night i don't think they're racing any other time over the weekend i could be wrong about that i am wrong about that they are racing sunday in a world championship i forgot about that but uh i i think the best one is going to be that friday night race currently set for 8:40 central time uh anyway guys everyone thank you and on that note we're out thank you for listening and taking a dive into the talent tank please like and subscribe on instagram at the talent tank or our website the